Welcome to Dear Graduate, the podcast where you start believing you don't have to choose between your work life and your life's work. I'm your host, Aisha Boydman. Dear Graduate is brought to you by Serve Here, a nonprofit mobilizing a generation of faith to be on mission where they'll work and live. The Serve Here program provides college students with internships, mentorship, community, and life-changing conversations. To learn more about the organization, visit servehere.org. Wherever you are today, we're here to tell you, dear graduate, everything is going to be okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to our first conversation. I am feeling unbelievably excited and nervous, of course, all the feelings that come with starting something new, (laughs) but I have found a lot of peace in just remembering that I am an imperfect vessel to God's word. I've had experiences and conversations and, you know, learned things even through my job with Serve Here that I feel can be really helpful to you. So my prayer is for you to find these words in your ear when you need them. And I just pray that this is uplifting and encouraging and brings, you know, a little peace to you wherever you are. I thought it would be good to start uh, this journey with a conversation about praying for and surrendering your future. So I think that's appropriate, not just now and in this time in history, (laughs) um, but also in this time in your life. And I'm purposely releasing this episode right before the holidays, um, right before the time where, you know, your family is just very curious about you and what you're doing and planning to do after college and how you're kind of thinking through that. And um, the truth is, the people who are asking these questions want the same answers that you want. (laughs) It just tends to be a little anxiety producing to to be asked questions that you don't have answers to or aren't quite sure about. So I remember that so vividly. And it's just, it was really important to me to get this out to you and just be a voice in your ear on a walk or on a drive or, you know, just a place of refuge, hopefully a, a friendly voice that can talk you down when when you're being asked those questions. So um, I want to start with a little good news reminder and uh, and then we'll kind of get into the meat of the conversation. But the good news is that you have a superpower. You have a perspective on the world, on life, and on the definition of purpose that not everyone has. And I'm going to try to not sound cliche, but it's, it's fine. It's cliche because it's true. You were created by God with a purpose and you've been given unique gifts for you to use in creative ways. God is not boring. (laughs) He's, he's a creator. He's literally a creative. So Because he's not boring, we don't have to keep hoping for a boring and linear story. And that is really good news to me. In my life, in my season of life, it's good news. And I really hope that that that's encouraging to you. You can embrace this adventure. When you're looking around at the stress of the plans and the weight everyone else is carrying across that 
college finish line, you have the ability to remind yourself, you know what, I don't have to carry that. No, (laughs) this is exciting. I'm curious about my future and I'm excited to see what God has. For me, working with college students over the last, you know, five, six years, it's been such an interesting journey for me because I've been able to reflect kind of on my own college experience and just a lot of retroactively reconciling some of the questions that I had and really the loneliness I had while I was asking those questions. In my first job post-grad, I managed interns and I had a lot of conversations with them about their future and really just recognize their fears and questions as the same ones I was asking in college. And it started to dawn on me that even though I felt alone in my questions at the time, I wasn't. Um, There was probably a lot of people around me feeling the weight of uncertainty and, you know, fear. And the same goes for you. You're not alone in your questions um, about your career and uncertainty of what comes after college. And you need to know that even even if you're not actively having conversations with your friends about it, they're asking the same questions. And I can say this now, having worked with so many college students, every first interview is the same in that way. Um, it's, it's very similar fears, very similar questions, and... Um, and I think that's okay. I'm I'm really more interested in the questions and less interested in what your plan is or what you have lined up. Uh, really, because plans are plans. You know, sometimes they happen, sometimes they don't. And I think the focus should shift a little bit more to where God has met you to lead you to where you are today. And you know what? What is your willingness level to follow him into what he has for you tomorrow? And I think that's a great place for you um, to start as you as you hopefully start to kind of set down the fear and um, the uncertainty and the stress. Just put it on the ground and walk away from it and really start to reflect and remember all the times that you have seen God work. And all the things that he's shown you that you're good at, all the things he's given you, and and just reflect on what it looks like for you, um, really open your eyes to what he's doing in your life today and where he's leading you. The voices and stories and questions from people around you, parents, friends, teachers, all those things, they they do get louder as graduation gets closer. Um, But that's normal. And it's also controllable. So I wish somebody would have told me that in college and just reminded me that I have control over the volume dials. So I'm here to tell you, you have control over the volume dials. As important as those questions are from other people, um, they should never be louder than the voice of God in our life. And We get to turn the voices down, and obviously we can turn them up when we really want to understand, you know, what our parents want for us and what our friends see us doing, and that's all great, and it's great information to have, but it's it's not the deciding information. So what really matters is being obedient and following where the Lord is leading us.
So let's turn down all the other voices for a little bit and turn up the voice of God or just, you know, turn up our ability to listen and sit with him and contemplate and wrestle with what's next. Here's the truth, though. We can wonder what God has for us and get excited about that and be curious. Um, But we have to do that with a belief that there is something waiting for us. I think that sometimes we can waste really valuable time being scared of what's ahead instead of asking ourselves, how am I preparing myself for the next season of life? And that's a pretty internal job. That's pretty internal work. You know, Jesus himself had a big task ahead and he knew that, you know, he knew that. But that doesn't mean he knew exactly how and when that would begin or how, you know, it would come about. He might have had questions about what that bridge would look like. And I think I think that's one of my favorite details about the story of his first miracle at the wedding is it, he doesn't seem to know walking into the wedding that this is where his ministry is going to begin. And we we see a little bit of that when Mary, his mom, kind of says, like, go do this. And he's like, what? This is not the time. <laughs> and, man, I love that because nobody had a greater mission than Jesus. And and even then, the details and the those steps to get him into that ministry weren't quite clear. And so if he can embrace that, um, I think we can too, which is kind of exciting. It's hard letting go of control of the future. And I think one of the most freeing things for you and for me to remember is just to stop, stop white knuckling the future. Somehow I think we get in our heads where we start believing that the stress is going to get you to where you need to be, like thinking and obsessing about applying for everything. And, you know, it's going to get you the results and the perfect outcome. And you, you do, you're going to need to do the work and you're going to need to make some moves and you're going to need to send in applications and have a resume that makes sense and is uh, organized and all of that, of course. And, I'm not saying don't do that, but if you're taking those steps out of fear and take instead of taking those steps from an anchored place, a surrendered place, a prayerful place, you won't even know if you're in the right place in the end. I have to tell you my biggest fear used to be ending up in the wrong place, but I think as you just get older, you realize that's easy. Ending up in the wrong place and knowing it's the wrong place, that's easy. You just pivot, you make a change, you find something new, you know, you lean into God, you use discernment and make the change. My real fear now is being in the right place and not knowing that it's right. So I think I think a way to, you know, kind of avoid that feeling and that, uh, that fear of mine is just using discernment along the way. It really gives you the freedom to not question where you are and if you should be there. And landing in a place and then thinking back and going, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even ask. I didn't even, I, did I even pray about it? Did I, how did I get here? <laughs> Um, that to me is way scarier than 
than knowing you're you're not where you're supposed to be. So I I do think that's a I don't know, think about it. You could end up in the exact same job in the exact same place prayerfully and then not prayerfully. You really could have the same job, but the process looked so different that one road leads to you there carrying uncertainty and fear and the other road leads you to the same place with trust and confidence. Those two roads completely change the way that you view your why once you're in that job and that is so important. To be honest, sometimes I think we make the post-grad decisions that are going to bring us the most perceived peace. Real peace is presence with God, right? So perceived peace is the satisfaction of some idol, power, control, comfort, approval. It's one of those. So we get so wound up in those last couple of semesters of college and the goal becomes getting the pressure off our backs, right? Having the answer at Christmas when someone says, well, what are you doing after college? You can say, this is what I'm doing. That's the goal. And it clouds our ability to make sound decisions along the way. So don't look towards your future with the hope of getting the pressure off your back. Look towards the future of, you know, fulfilling the plan that God has for you. I know I know that it doesn't feel like it, but you are in a sweet spot. You are you are in a sweet spot in your life. Your focus is on living out your faith and experiencing God. What's happening right now at the end of college, um, you're entering into the dilemma that most adults feel around you. You don't, they don't want to admit it. And it's hard, you know, to keep this is the truth. It's hard to keep Christ first and be successful or prioritize, you know, success in the world. And so I think that's partially why those last couple of years of college are so hard is you're getting little tastes, just little drops of what you've seen your parents feel or older friends feel who've already graduated. And when they're working full-time jobs and they're trying so hard to figure out the balance of keeping Christ at the center Um, because in college you have the opportunity to experience community and conversation. And I think back to that time, how beautiful it was, how much I was, you know, having spirit of God moments every day, as we would call them in, you know, my friend group and how good I was at keeping my faith at the center of my life and school. That's how I spent a lot of my time, but my faith was how I filled up and, So just know you're entering into something that's new and you're entering into something that you're going to wrestle with for the rest of your life, but you have the opportunity to integrate this well. Not all of us had that. Not all of us had people around us who were, you know, encouraging us and telling us what was ahead and kind of warning us and and I'm here to tell you that that is a reality. Working full-time and and even having a family and wanting, gosh, we want God to be at the center so badly. But when we start thinking towards balance and balancing everything, God sometimes becomes one of the things that we're balancing with everything else. And 
right now where you are, you get to start, you get to see God at the center and bring everything else into that. And so see see everything that you're entering into from a lens of God doing work through you. And that's that is pretty amazing. That is an opportunity to set your foundation on Christ and and let the rest follow. Um just remember that no matter where you land, your job can be ministry. It truly It truly doesn't matter what work you end up doing. No work is holier than another when we see it as our mission. Yeah, that's true. I said it. I said it. A job as a missionary or a pastor or a social worker or an accountant, those can all be sacred ground. When everything is our ministry, it becomes about God's work through us, period. So the work that God has prepared for you to do, that is your mission field. And if you can start seeing it that way, it becomes about people and trust in God and about a belief in a faithful God who sees you through and who is sitting with you crunching those numbers. And I hope that is a really good starting point to to be contemplating how that's possible to be dreaming about what that can look like and getting excited about the possibilities and oh man I wish I wish I was confident in that I do I wish I I had been confident in that those last couple years of college I think um I think it would have saved myself a lot of stress (laughs) um and a lot of you know sleepless nights so I want to end with a question and or I guess a little a little challenge for you that feels feels right after this conversation. Um, and here it is. Here's a challenge. <laughs> Be quiet. Get quiet and listen. And you know, let your heart's posture be towards a willingness to do the preparation that you need to do and to let God transform you and prepare you and equip you for what's ahead and to be willing to do that without needing to know exactly what you're preparing for to let go of the need and the fixation on what's the job going to be and what am I going to be doing every day and am I going to like it the truth is those questions the, the answers to those questions will come in time. But for today, let's just listen and be open and be curious and ask your questions and listen in silence. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Our music is by our dear friend, Brian Phillips. As always, I'm signing off with this reminder. Dear graduate, I'm proud of you. I believe in you. Your gifts are on purpose and everything is going to be okay. Bye, y'all.